Hey everybody, and welcome to Anime Storganoff. I am Eli. And I am Lyle. And uh, we're coming at you now with our, uh, <laughs> not annual, it's not semi-annual either, our seasonal taste of the season. And uh, you, I know, Lyle, you've not really watched anything at all this entire season. Nope. But don't worry. I, uh, I, 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 uh, I knuckled down and I, I got through some stuff for y'all. Hooray! And honestly, the only time we didn't do a taste of this season, I think technically was last season. And we did actually, I at least still have a miscellaneous footnote which we talked about some of the stuff that season and explained why we weren't doing it. So, you know, I will count that as not as technically having never missed a taste of the season. <laughs> But no, that makes sense. Reg regardless, let's begin. Woo. So, uh, our cup runneth over with Slice of Life this season. Um, that's, there, there's no way escaping that. Luckily, I like Slice of Life. No, I don't, but I do. <laughs> but, but, uh, I watched a bunch anyway. So, we're, we're just gonna start off with the, uh, Least controversial, least controversial on this list, uh, Spy X Family. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the and the award for most hyped anime goes to Spy X Family. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, it's really good. It is genuinely. If I can just like set aside the higher brain part of me tell where people kept talking this up i enjoy myself greatly it is currently number three top ranked on my animalist of all time uh fuck that <laughs> that's that, that that doesn't seem that doesn't feel right <laughs> it has two episodes out it is literally <laughs> the third highest it dethroned uh attack on titan season three part two for the third yeah <laughs> What? No. <laughs> oh, that's... I'm the actually only... okay with that. <laughs> uh, it's good. Uh, admittedly, I've not read the manga. I feel like this is a lot of people going like, Oh, it's just like the manga, and the manga's fantastic, so we're going to rate it highly. Uh, there's literally two episodes out, guys. Like, what the fuck? Give it time. Even the best shows can disappoint you on, on, the, on the landing. I mean, it does. It is uh, with Studio Wit. Oh well, shit. <laughs> so, Forget I said anything. <laughs> everything they touch is gold. Well, not everything, but <laughs> almost everything they touch is gold. Semantics. Anyway, uh, yeah, Spy X Family. It's good, really good. Um, Anya is the best. Uh, there's really not much I can say about it other than the fact that uh, proposing marriage to someone using the grenade pin that you just used to kill, like, five guys with, that is relationship goals right there. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so, uh, moving on. Would you like to take this away, Eli? Why, yes, I would. Thank you, Eli. <laughs> Um, 
I watched Shikamore-san. Shikamore is not a cutie, whatever you want to pronounce that name. Uh, it's by Doug Okobo. The is it Bane. a slice of life? <laughs> yes, it's a slice of life. Boom! Romantic comedy, slice of life from Doug Okobo. The bane of my existence. I feel like you could have just said it's from Doug Okobo and not said the other part. You just said the same thing twice. Uh, I say that they're the bane of my existence. Doug Okobo is an amazing studio that always does great work. Um, well, almost always does great work. They have a troubling inability to say no to people when they're asked to make an adaptation. <laughs> but uh, it looks absolutely fantastic. The eyes of the characters uh, kind of bore into your soul and steal your mind. But uh, uh what? <laughs> just their eyes. Have you not? Se- have you not seen any clips from it? No. All right, let me get a picture of it real quick. The eye, Shikamori in particular, uh, her eyes are, I, oh, here we go. That's, that's, that's a perfect picture, actually. Dim some good eyes. <laughs> I like those but, uh, eyes. <laughs> the, the the big thing is that th- this show appeals to someone's very specific fetish. I'm just going to say that. Uh, you have Izuma Izumi, uh, slightly nerdy guy, extremely inept guy. <laughs> who is dating Shikamori, uh, who is a perfect 10. And she has to constantly protect him because (laughs) I swear he was cursed by a wizard as a child. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not joking. Uh... Like they they even make a joke about this in the first episode. He's leaving his house. His mom was like, okay, just, you know, watch out for birds and roof tiles and rocks and cars and the grass. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to be fine, mom. Walks out. They put a timer on screen. He makes it like 0.7 of a second. <laughs> oh my We're God. tripping and eating shit into the ground. <laughs> oh my God. That's uh, hilarious. <laughs> In the first episode, which it covers, like, a day, she saves his life twice. Wow. <laughs> and it's not even, like, entirely played for laughs injuries. He is in real mortal danger. Oh, okay. What? What is the show? <laughs> I'm, I'm and, concerned now. <laughs> and she has to protect him. A literal truck hit his house. What? Like, he actually has scars and possible mental trauma from all of these things happening to what? him. What? At one point, a, like, he starts talking, he's like, he's like, why do you have these weird scars? He's like, oh, yeah, uh, before I met you, I tended to get injured a whole lot more. What? That's, okay, this one's from when a truck hit my house. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. All right. 
You know, when you but, said, uh, oh, it's, you know, a fun little slice of life series, <laughs> I wasn't expecting mental and physical trauma. But uh, the other part of it is just the fact that, uh, you know, looks at him like this a whole lot. Like she's about ready to commit murder. <laughs> Not yeah. on him, but... Yeah. Ah, yes. Uh, the Yandere. No, not even. Well, not, a little no? Bit. No, no, no. She's just no? got rusty. That's, that's not face. a Yandere. She just, yeah, she's, it's like, that's because like, she, she's like, oh, I want to be all like cute and cuddly, except she's like a total badass that at one point does a leaping, spinning, flying kick to save his life from a falling object. <laughs> also, she's really good at bowling. Like I said, perfect 10. All right, cool. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um, literally, at the end of like episode two, after he nearly dies again, falling down some stairs, she grabs him. She's just like, how dare you think about going home alone? <laughs> like I said, uh, a very specific person's fetish here. <laughs> Yeah, one person. <laughs> exactly one person. The author. It it is actually pretty good though. I this it sounds was good. one that with the first episode I actually wasn't like feeling it. Then the second episode happened. I'm like, nah, I'm feeling it now. Nice. I'll I'll definitely have to go check. Give this uh, give give this a look. Well, speaking of things you should give a look, uh, let me pass it on back to myself again. And um, <laughs> Okay. Studio 3HZ has a new original anime this season. Okay. So, I mean, you know, of course, I had to go check it out. Yeah, Because it's Studio 3HZ. Of course. Uh, Healer, Healer Girl. Um, yes. I remember seeing this, like, a year ago in the, in the upcoming... Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... I know nothing about it. <laughs> I went in knowing absolutely nothing about it. I know there was going to be music in it. Uh, I did not anticipate it being a full-on musical. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You have me intrigued. Uh, so, this is why I'm saying it's directly up your alley. It's a musical. Uh... I am 99% certain every single one of the main characters is a lesbian. Awesome. And one of them is named Habiki. <laughs> Perfect. Is it the main character? No. Dang it. Uh, I would have had two nickels. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is a main character. Uh, I don't count the it. the main character. Okay, I don't, I don't count it. Listen, if she has a love interest named Miku, then I get two nickels. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not no, that's not applicable in this situation. Yet. But, um... <clears throat> uh, so, in a world in which, like, people have discovered that you can use the power of singing to literally heal the dying. Okay. Uh, there are medical practitioners who, like, they're like half music schools, half doctor's offices. Uh, I really don't know how to explain it other than the fact that it's, you go there, you set up an appointment, everything, and then they sing to you and it heals you with the power of magic. Okay. This, 
I mean, you've sold it already. <laughs> you had me <laughs> at uh, the, the musical, musical numbers are usually short, but there, I swear there's like at least like eight in the first episode. Oh my god. <laughs> there's a lot. Um, I'm intrigued. I, I will say this. Uh, I, I really would like to know more of the lore of this world. Because apparently they also put like, will like record healing songs on records and play them. And that will also heal people. But not as good. It's like the equivalent of getting over-the-counter medicine. <laughs> okay. And they were at like a, like a, she was at like, a, the one girl was at a conference like talking about like healing like the amount of hurts you have to get to get like the healing properties just right. Interesting. It's Studio Three H Z. It is. I mean, original. <laughs> when you consider that H Z is actually stands for hurts. Yes, I did catch that. I know. So I guess this is their uh, this is their mascot series. I don't know. Maybe. All I'm saying is if <clears throat> the main characters like form a group called Three Hertz <laughs> by the end of it. But um It it is kinda weird because like in the very beginning she spends like thirty seconds singing a song to heal a kid's scraped knee. And I'm honestly thinking to myself, you could have applied a bandage in that amount of time. I guess it technically wouldn't have healed the knee, but, you know, I feel like the amount of time effort being invested is not commensurate to, like, the outcome desired. Especially since she's not actually got her, like, medical license yet, so she's not allowed to be, like, actually healing people. <laughs> and then when she's like, but the child had a scraped knee, what was that supposed to do? And they're just like, put on a fucking bandage. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, then. But, uh, kind of, kind of weird. You need a medical degree to use singing healing magic. I'm it's... pretty sure it's because it could very much go horrifically wrong. Oh yeah, no, I, I don't doubt it. <laughs> and, and I'm also not entirely certain that this works on all illnesses. Like they heal a scraped knee, and like I think they help someone who has arthritis. But then the one person's grandma, like, almost fucking dies of bronchitis and has to go to an actual hospital. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty, then. So. So what about cancer? Where, where, where are I, we on? Where are we on will, healing cancer by the, by the power of music? There are a lot of unanswered questions. I've only watched the first episode, and because I'm, I'm not going to watch any more. Because this is a series that I will have to watch entirely in one sitting, or I will not watch it. Fair enough. I'm not super on board with the whole musical healing whatever, but it is interesting at least. So if I power through all of it at once, I'll be able to to do it. But otherwise, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. All right, makes sense. Also, I think breathing control has something to do with it, which you know is one of my pet peeves. But at least technically, it makes sense because they're literally having to sing. So yeah, I, breath I'm control not is kind of the whole this. thing. <laughs> I don't even think singing. the breathing controls magic. I think they're literally just learning that and how to sing. Yeah. I, I've looked up how to sing, like, breath exercises. It's also useful for uh, voice actors, knowing how to breathe properly. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Healer Girl from Studio... So, I actually I don't think I've mentioned... Uh, so, yeah, um, 
Spy X Family. I mean, if you're not watching this already, I don't know who is not watching this already besides you. Shikamori-san, hey. um, yeah, it's it's fine. It's nice, I guess. Um, Healer Girl. I honestly don't know who I'd recommend it to. It It is kind of niche. Uh, if you like Studio 3HZ's content or musicals, probably. Because you know that this thing is going to get fucking weird at some point. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I just... When I saw the promo art, I kind of assumed it was going to be like an abstract series. In any case. In any case. Um, what do we have next? Let me just uh, check on down the list here. Uh, a Heron song. Ah, yes. <laughs> Yet another slice of life. What are we um, up to? Three? Uh, Heron's son is, uh, I mean, it's basically just one joke yeah, of you have the one girl who's super tiny and has, like, ridiculously non-existent depth perception, so she has, like, no ability to maintain proper personal space, and she also talks at, like, one decibel, <laughs> so no one can hear a word she says. And she just starts hanging out with the guys that's next to her in class. Uh, I th- this is the one where I almost watched. Um, I almost did a full six on these. Uh, where I almost watched Love After World Domination, but I honestly said, "Hey, episode three of A Heron Song's out. I'm gonna go watch that instead." Fair. Uh, I've actually Fair. watched this as it came out each each day of the week. Madness. Or each, each week. Yeah, it's... That's it, impossible. It, it, it's not super amazing, in all honesty. From an objective standpoint, I actually have to probably recommend Shikamori-san more. Really? But okay. This one is at least funnier in that like, I laugh at a higher than average statistical rate when watching other shows, the baseline. Huh. Um... Also, a heron song herself is voiced by Manasi Inori. Oh, well, of course. And, I mean, I like Manasi Inori, and I will not apologize for that. Nor should you. Uh, hilariously, I mean, they chose Manasi Inori to voice someone who basically, who barely speaks above a whisper. That stupid fucking joke with the karaoke machine. It's like he's like hanging out with her. He takes her out to go to karaoke, and she goes to the thing. And of course, she's not actually saying anything. They just animate her lips moving, and nothing comes out. <laughs> like I don't know what else you were expecting to happen in that scenario. <laughs> but um, yeah. There's also the girl who's like fuck huge. And I mean that she I, I don't know how explicitly tall she is. She's probably at least six feet tall. Uh, like if you lined her, the main dude, and a heron son all in a line, you'd form the amazing human height gradient. <laughs> Cause the heron son's like four foot something, I'm swear. Uh who's stalking a heron son and has been stalking her since like middle school or elementary school. 
Except this is one of those scenarios where I have to ask, is it stalking or just following someone from really far away? Because Heron knows full well what's going on, and she is completely okay with it. I don't know if it's just, like, the lack of, like, people who talk, who talk to her in general. <laughs> but, uh... It gets to the point where, after she realizes that she knows that she's been... That Aaron's son knows that she's been following her. She starts stalking her from, like, multiple blocks away through binoculars. <laughs> okay, that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it is. But at one point, she's having a bad hair day. And the dude's like, hmm, I'm not good at cutting hair. But I know who is. And then he opens up like a, like the cleaning closet thing, and the stalker's just standing in there. Like they knew she was in there the entire time. Wow. And they just let her hang out with them that way. And they just never said, like, hey, stalker, do you do you want to like hang out? Oh, she absolutely will not. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm pretty sure she would piss herself if they asked her to. That's weird. She, she is hilarious. The whole thing is, is hilarious. Um, like I said, I laughed at a higher than average rate just watching this dumb thing. It vaguely reminds me of Usaki-chan, in all honesty. But um, <clears throat> without the vibe of two people who are just terrible to each other because they're friends. But other than that, yeah, no, it's great. I like it so much. <laughs> can actually probably watch each episode as it comes out, which is a shock for me. Yeah, that never happens. Uh, but yeah, just all around fun. I'm going to watch it, enjoy it thoroughly, and then probably not think about it very much afterwards. <sighs> Probably. And I'll just uh, pick it up back myself for a last entry with. Well, I'm going to say it's the biggest disappointment on the list with an asterisk. Uh, shit, what's the actual name of this fucking thing? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Because the name is not the same as the name I know it by. It, it's the one that's based on the manga that I actually like. Yeah. There it is. It's uh, Miss Shakachu Sh- Miss and the Little Baby Ghost. Shakachu-san. Uh, I, I know it as Corporate Slave because the like English title, if you like directly translate, is just Miss Corporate Slave Wants to Be Healed by a Lolly Spirit. But uh, I read the manga. I read some of the manga. I read what little of the manga was available and translated when it like first started coming out. I'm pretty sure it started as like a Twitter comic too. But uh, it it's something that just by basic look is incredibly generic. But it goes and transcends above it. Uh, I'm talking specifically about the manga in this scenario. Okay. So I, I very much liked it. I, I, I absolutely loved the manga. Um, it's kind of like, you know how you complain a lot about a lot of the isekai where someone works themselves to literal death? Yeah. And then they get reincarnated in another world? Yeah. 
Yeah, this is sort of like the antithesis of that, where someone's like in the process of working themselves to death, and then just a little little ghost goes, "Yo, dipshit, you're going to die." <laughs> you need. There's this thing called work-life balance, and yours is completely out of whack. So Senko-san, then. Basically, yeah. Except, I guess with literally nothing but the power of Moe, because she has literally no superpowers. She's just she's just a ghost. She's just a child. That she's she's just someone who died as a child. It's like an eight year old child, like two hundred years prior. How is an eight year old child supposed to comfort an overworked corporate slave? Yeah, she's not really like comforting her so much as being like, "You need to leave and go home." She's like, "Oh, you're so adorable. I can't say no to you." Oh, I'm gonna oh, go home oh, and get she's... actual like sleep. Oh, the ghost is haunting her. Her office building, okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, sorry, the ghost is haunting her office building. Gotcha. That makes more sense, actually. <laughs> and the ghost is like, oh, she's going to work herself to death. I should probably try and get her to stop. I mean, hey, consider, if she dies in the office, you guys can hang out forever. <laughs> That's morbid. That is very morbid. <laughs> But uh, I don't like this episode. It's it's project number nine, which um, if Doggo Kobo is my nemesis for constantly making nothing but slice of lives, but they're at least good at it. Project number nine is like the person who tries to be your nemesis, but is just really bad at it because all they make is like slice of lives as well, but they're shit. Aren't they also the ones that were are working on love after world domination? I don't... I think so. Yeah. Yes, they also did that one. Yeah. <laughs> I I think that's actually probably currently their highest rated series, is Love oh. After World Domination. <laughs> uh, give it time. Give it time. I'm sure they'll fuck it up. But... I, I do not like what they've done with this. Um, for multiple reasons... First off, the art style. Uh, the art style in the manga in the manga is kind of nice, you know, round, little bouncy, uh, kind of fluffy. Uh, it's just flat in the anime. I sent you pictures, literally, of manga panels and the like scene that they adapted it into side by side. I mean, it, it looks mostly the same. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's some. As- uh, adaptation translation especially uh, with the hair like, the hair has like depth and <sighs> it's all nice and cool in the manga and so it's I, just... I i would just say i understand this is literally an artistic stylistic like change well, well, but no, it does it's not piss just me that. off it's not just that like manga can usually afford to have more detailed stuff because it's just like one frame versus animation where you've got to draw that every single frame yeah, well, maybe if they hadn't padded half the fucking episodes. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Because, <laughs> yeah, problem number two, uh, they, I swear they pad these things twice as much as they need to. It took them, I counted, 12 minutes to cover basically, like, 12 pages of material. 
it's horrifying because they they covered like they compressed like three different nights of events into one night and then proceeded to just make up another half of that night that never like was in the I know that I'm bitching about a manga adaptation and I usually tell people to shut up and just watch the anime or read the manga but uh, this is a very good example of why making changes for the sake of changes isn't necessarily good because it completely screws up their pacing. Because in the first episode, like, okay, now let's let's give her a expanded backstory and explain why she's like helping this corporate slave girl. Because uh, like she's like swiping the 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 ghost was swiping the rice balls that people were bringing for lunch, and she liked the corporate slaves the best. And so she's like, she gave me the best offering, so I'm gonna go and help her for that. Ah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Except then, like, the next episode, they put, like, the actual, like, manga reason why she did it, which is because she reminds her of someone that worked themselves to death in her actual lifetime. And so then she's like, oh, like, I have to, like, she reminds me of this person. I want to, like, that person, you know, saved me when I was a child, although she, you know, presumably still went on to die. But, you know, I want to, like, you know, pass it along and just... Also, she's, like, one of the only people that can see me because ghost. So they kept that in as well. Like, like, we don't need you to spend a minute explaining where she got the megaphone, like, voice changer. Or explain why they have a megaphone voice changer on hand at this random corporate office. Huh. Okay. I'm I'm ranting at this point. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, just a bit. But no, it it's, makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, they added extra stuff that contradicts canon. More or less. And just the weirdest thing about it is some of their changes just ever so slightly make it seem... It go from, like, the manga where, you know... I mean, her name is literally Corporate Slave. But, yeah. you know, she's just that. She is another cog in the machine. There is no malice because the the corporate machine does not know she exists. She's just a person with zero ability to say no and people ask her for help. And so she's constantly getting behind. And then she stays late, doesn't get any sleep, and is super tired the next day. And doesn't able to get any work done then. And the cycle repeats itself. In the anime, it's almost like they're deliberately fucking with her. Really? (laughs) Like... He's like, oh, yeah, that's the uh, voice-changing machine when they made me dress up as an alien for the the annual party, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, that was really bad. I don't know why they made me do that. <laughs> huh. Okay. Okay. Don't watch this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't. I, I, I cannot recommend it. Um, there, there's really nothing good at all to say about this. It's just, it's just bad. It, it might, by the end of it, reach the enjoyably bad stage, but I believe firmly that there is a less than one percent chance of this ever reaching the actually good stage. But uh, one, two, three, four. Yep, that's five. Um, 
Just check my notes here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Covered all that. Covered all that. Right. So, um, before we move on, there's just there's one other thing that came out this season that I watched all the way through already because they just dropped all four episodes at the same time. Uh, probably know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is the last four episodes. It is the the finale, the thrilling conclusion to Magia Record, and. When I first watched it, uh, I think the best way to describe myself would be literally too angry for words. And you can confirm that that is a literal rather than figurative expression because I tried to call you afterwards and I had trouble literally speaking. Yes. (laughs) with, With how much anger was inside of me at that point i i remember i called the very end like the after credit scene before you even got to that point and i don't i don't watch magia record and i fucking called it i've had about two weeks now to really think about it or try and avoid thinking about it and fail and really it it put things a little bit more into perspective for me Okay. And so I just want to say this. Magia Record, it's been a it's been a couple years now. Was it 2021 when it started or 2020? I think 2020 itself. I don't remember. It's been a while. It's been a ri- it's been a ride, Magia Record. Yeah, a Magia Record. Ride. Uh came out in 2020 the first season it's been two years it's been a wild ride season one season two which was cut short and then finally season two the finale whatever it's been a wild ride this was originally supposed to be just two cores all at once 20 like 24 episodes uh so i just i just wanted to say you know two years of my life Thinking about this and watching this and going in and out. You know what, Maji Record? From the bottom of my heart, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you were the worst. I hate you. I want my life back. <laughs> Alright, that's fair. That's fair. I kind of figured that's what you were going to say when you got all wistful. <sighs> Not never since, not since I watched, uh, Kite Zero, or Kite Liberator. I think, I think yeah. it was Kite Liberator. Yeah, Kite Liberator. I don't know what Kite Zero is, but um, something have else. Have I been that angry? Well, maybe a few other times, but uh, have I been that angry at something? And Kite Liberator literally had no ending. It literally just smashed to black right at the climax. Like fuck you. There's no more. <laughs> That would have been preferable to the ending of Magia Record. Just saying. <laughs> Oof. I know that we have a stated policy of not reviewing sequels for Taste of the Season, but um, if you haven't watched Magia Record, like Season 3 yet, don't. <laughs> would you say to someone who hasn't watched Magia Record at all, but is... In- is- don't watch to. it. Don't just don't watch the show just at all. Don't, just don't. Just don't. Do it. No. Don't do it. Okay. 
there are more productive things you could do with your time. Uh, literally anything else. <laughs> you could watch the original Madoka as it as it happened. I would, which I'm actually presently in the course of doing. Um, nice. <laughs> it's almost over because oh. it ends first day of May. So we're recording this last week of April. And it's going to come out, I think, last week of April, too. Um, but, yeah. That, it, I'm, I'm being honest. I probably would watch Kite Liberator again before I watched Maji Record again. Wow. And I fucking hated that movie. <laughs> Jeez. I would watch that shitty movie, like The Survivalist or whatever. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck that movie was about. I was almost half asleep twice in that movie. I'd rather watch that than watch Magia Record again. Wow. I would rather watch Resident Evil 7. Like, Resident Evil, the final part, whatever the fuck it was. A movie that I despised and left the theater with an actual migraine. Oh. Have to watch Magia Record again. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Was was there anything good from Magia Record? Yes. Oh, okay. There were. And then but, it ended. And oh. in all honesty, uh, that part right after the end of Magia Record, when I wasn't watching it anymore, that's now my favorite part. <laughs> okay. I, I meant like parts in the show. Yeah, but... no, there were, there were actually good, enjoyable parts in it. Um, but the whole rest of the show kind of ruins them by their by its very presence. I can't believe you had a last four episodes that bad. I'm, it's honestly almost magical how bad the last four episodes were. It's magical. I mean, they are magical girls. If, if you were intentionally trying to be bad, I feel like it would have been better. <laughs> oh my god. Oh jeez. Oh. That's harsh. That's harsh. Probably fair. Anyway, uh Yay. I didn't want to end on quite necessarily such a dour note, but um yeah. Watch Sukimori san, watch Spy yeah. Family, watch Heron san, watch Healer Girl. Um I I will be back for next season. Spice uh, family, yeah. Well, no, I, 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 I yeah, will yeah, be I know reviewing shows guys. next season because we've got just... some good shit coming out next season. Oh, next season's going to be glorious. Next season is going to be godlike. I hope we get a chance to actually do a taste of the season. <laughs> I really do, too. But uh, until that time... I have been Eli. And I have been Lyle. And this has been Anime Stroganoff. <laughs>